Hey, welcome to Startup Apart. I'm Nathan, and here with as always with Michael. How you doing, man? I'm doing good. How are you doing? I'm all right. I'm all right. Just saying now, just before the record went on, that nobody gives nobody gives a shit about intros or no. <laughs> any kind of special text or anything. I don't know. Are we, are we wrong? I don't know. I don't think so. No. You just go straight in. Yeah, I I got to be honest. I kind of they're my favorite kind of podcast, the ones that just jump in because like you like if you're starting brand new you already have an idea of who, you know, because you've read the description or somebody sent it to you or whatever. So, like, I don't feel the need to, like, reintroduce every time. I don't know. Yeah. Maybe. We don't need the intro music. We need the intro Not on this outro. one. I've got intro music on my other podcast <laughs> now. <laughs> ah. <laughs> we'll, see how, we'll see how it goes yeah. anyway. But, Let's um, see how long that lasts. I, I hope we, we hit the 200 episodes without any intro music. <laughs> I don't like it. <laughs> if we hit two hundred, if we hit two hundred episodes, I think we'll be doing very well. Yeah, I, I hope we hit ten. <laughs> that would be <laughs> nice. Call. So how 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 are you doing, man? So it's Thursday today. We uh, skipped last week because I couldn't do it last week for some reason. Can't even remember what it was now. But yeah, so we've actually had two weeks, right? And then yeah. one thing we actually forgot to mention in the last episode, which was my full intention, was that we were stressing about writing a presentation each for this little mini sort of expat founders sort of meetup mini retreat whatever you want to call it uh outside madrid in my place and uh we did it right on the weekend yeah yeah i actually we we did this uh saturday it was really really cool and i i started (laughs) i I was stressed about it because the last time i made a presentation uh, i don't know it could be 15 years ago (laughs) (laughs) yeah i did one at my first job i remember and that was the last one um and i started friday (laughs) to make the presentation the friday the day before the yeah uh, the day before yeah that's the only time i can do it i i've (laughs) never done a presentation so if i ever have it probably was back in school so I was, uh, yeah, I was a bit stressed about it, but so the idea yeah. was that we were going to sort of get together five, five people. So myself and Michael and three others, I knew one of the other guys and then two of them, I didn't, Michael knew them. Um, so we thought we just kind of, because we're all expats in Madrid and we're all running businesses or trying to run businesses. Um, it might be a nice way to just try and meet some new people and also get, try and put forward any anything that we're struggling with or any problems or anything good that's happening and then try and get like kind of group feedback in a very small setting. Um, and I actually thought we were going to struggle to fill the time because yeah. uh, we, <laughs> we decided to meet at 10 in the morning and we had lunch booked for half two. And I thought by 12, we're going to have finished and like, and then what the hell are we going to do till half past two? And yeah, that just wasn't uh, the case at all, was it? We started, uh, the first presentation was at 11 and we were having a good time, like drinking coffee and, and chatting and all. And I thought like, I thought the opposite actually, like I thought like, uh oh, this, <laughs> this is going to be a nightmare because we need five presentation. And I, I knew beforehand, like we, we gonna have to cut each one off because it's just so you just keep talking. And so it's interesting. Yeah. And, um, and, and actually I, I really like to, to make the presentation, um, because this was as well, like the, the first time uh everybody did it so you you kind of make uh you kind of have to make an introduction uh about mm. your, yeah, your yeah. app etc and i really like it liked it because i had to go way in the past like when did we launch when did we start 
uh, the first customers, like the first uh, monthly revenue, um, the first 8K, uh, the, no, the, the first 1K a month, the first 5K a month, the first 8K a month, like it was really cool. When did your co-founder leave? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that was, there was, was so much really stuff in your cool presentation I completely forgot about, like completely. And so yeah. like, for me, that was really nice as well because I was just like, oh shit, I've forgotten about all that stuff. Yeah, but, and, and um, yesterday, uh, I totally missed it. Yesterday, I, I read the, the post when we actually publicly launched. I oh, yeah? I totally missed that. And uh, That's still out there? Yeah, yeah. It's still, I, I will uh, send you the, the link later. Link it up in the, in, the, in the show notes, yeah. Yeah, and it was really cool as well because you were kind of... Um, we are launched and I want to thank everybody uh, that helped us out, that uh, tested the app. Uh, oh, cool. Uh, I want to thank Michael of being a co-founder. That was funny. And you explained uh, how it went. Like, um, So that, that was 2014? 2014, uh, month 9, so September 2014. Okay. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I'm definitely going to be reading that. Yeah. But no, it was, re it was a really positive experience, though. I'm glad we did it. Um, yeah. It was a bit stressful with the presentations, but I think now, because we said we're going to do another one in six months and then it's going to be easier because we can just like, now we know a bit about each other's businesses and know each other a bit more. We can get a bit more specific, I think, on the presentation we do. If it's, yeah. you know, even if just something more focused and, and yeah. ask for more sort of focused feedback as well. So that, that was cool. Yeah, the next time we can go straight into the problem we're having at the moment. Yeah, yeah. yeah that was really cool. Mm. So what about the rest of your weekend away after that? So um anything exciting going on well we had yes, another bank holiday some, didn't we on monday so oh uh, yeah <laughs> that's short of the week already uh, and, and it's it's only holiday in madrid <laughs> i think it's it's father's day that's just a holiday yeah. how can and you localize day, father's day in a country it's like yeah and that was it's sunday father's day, but only madrid <laughs> yeah exactly and it was sunday and just because it was on a sunday they moved the 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 holiday on, on monday <laughs> that's so epic that so, annoying. so for those of you who don't know like any like if any like public holiday falls on the weekend they move the actual bank holiday or whatever you want to call it to the next day to the next monday so yeah. that you never miss out on getting a day off work <laughs> and if if one um holiday is on the on the first day they get friday off as well just because yeah, yeah. the bridge and, uh, days yeah it's crazy. There are, I think, there are like uh, fifteen holidays a year. Yeah, that's, it's one that's, of the things that Spain does best, depending on which way you look at it. Yeah, if you work for a business, yeah, it's exactly, one of the best yeah. things they do. <laughs> it's so it's great. Paid. <laughs> yeah, and on top of that, you get uh, like uh, twenty-three days uh, working days vacation. So that's uh, five five days a week. That is. Uh, four and a half week you just get off and on top of that like uh 15 days <laughs> no bad it's crazy no bad yeah it's a good country to work not as not a good country to be uh to have a business <laughs> no not so much <laughs> yeah. so anyway i cut you off just now you were going to say about your week after monday yeah something different um i just i just mentioned it here because i i think it's uh it's a like a very cool experience uh, Maria, uh, my girlfriend, her uncle and auntie are uh, filmmakers. They're not very famous or anything, but they are they are well known in in uh, in the film industry. And they uh, released a new film, and um, we were invited to go there. Uh, uh, how do you call that in English? Uh, premiere. 
same i think isn't it a premiere yeah it's premiere. Same, i think i think and uh it was really cool because um we did it before like years ago with with the first film that they released and this is the third third film most of the actors were were there as well you know and it's really really cool to see a film and then you see the actors sitting there <laughs> like uh, four meters away from you and uh yeah it was awesome and yeah, and then uh, the film was actually really good. El Premier Baile, I think, or something like that. Mm -hmm. And uh, it was filmed half in Madrid and half in um, Argentina. All right. And it was actually a, a, a really, really great film. Awesome. Like uh, before, there's a chat with uh, with all the actors and, and uh, the auntie and uncle that uh, produced and wrote uh, and directed the film. And after that, there were like uh, like five minutes uh, clapping and uh, screaming. Uh, it was, uh, was really cool. And after that, there was like an after party, free drinks, uh, free food. Uh, it was really cool. It was an awesome experience. Living, living the mm. life, man. Yeah. 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 The privileges of uh, having famous uh, family. <laughs> <laughs> Very nice. Yeah. Two days ago in the night. Um, this is the, the bad side of uh, having your own business. Um, Nusi got, uh, not attacked, but it got, uh, many, many requests from, uh, from a hacker or script kitty, uh, however you want to call it, sending thousands of requests, like, uh, scanning vulnerabilities. And that, uh, that caused, uh, a little bit of, of problem because, uh, I've got protection in place, but they were sending, um, uh, many, many requests of like, like thousands IP address and the protection I have is when you spam the server, for example, if you do like uh, 50 requests a minute, I block you. Uh, but that didn't really, really help, uh, this time. So I had to, I had to change that. And that was like, uh, the, we were blocking all the requests, but then, um, people with a custom domain got blocked as well for a reason I still don't completely know. But uh, I had to work like uh, in the night. Uh, I went to bed at three o'clock and uh, the next day it was still happening. <laughs> I couldn't figure it out. And uh, a big shout out to two friends of mine, Benedict Dijke uh, from Uselist and Chris Cotton from um, CTO of uh, Rewardful. They, they uh, shared some code and, and yeah, that, that solved the issue it's so stressful and <laughs> those things happen that's why uh, i mean i know i i mean i know that there are people out there that just do this just because they can or whatever but what what do you think they're trying to do what do you, what's their end their end goal on that i think uh at least that they just scan because because nusia gets scanned about uh those things all the time uh just checking uh does this website use wordpress and then they they fire a couple of requests, uh, to know which version or, or is a fun of, or if there's a vulnerability of, uh, any kind They do that with, with massive scripts. And then in the end, you, you can get hacked by that, by other scripts that, uh, just doing the, yeah, kind of the, the low hanging fruit, you know, but like what easy I mean is hacks. Like but what I mean is like the end goal is the end game for them to then try to then try and get money out of you, or is it just to fuck up your complete it, business, it could, your business or what's the, it could like, they, they can steal your data and, and like, uh, 
audio for ransom. Uh, how do you call it? Ransom? Um, yeah. Yeah, basically. Uh, yeah. Get you Blackmail that, or, or, or they they can uh, use your server to send spamming emails. Mm. I was hacked once. Uh, my um, Amazon account was hacked, and they used it to mine bitcoins. You know, like, um, mm, and I okay. got suddenly a bill of like a thousand seven hundred seven hundred dollars of uh, unexpected expenses. Yeah, stuff did like that. To, did uh, you have to pay that? No. Oh, no. Right. I, I, uh, I I was very lucky that I didn't have that money on the on the uh, account. The privilege of being poor, right? I I messaged uh, Amazon and they uh, saw it was obviously a hack and they uh, I didn't mm -hmm. have to pay, so I was really happy. I know the, the reason the reason I ask is because I've had a, a couple of those crappy emails that I think they supposedly call themselves uh, what are they called not white hat hackers basically uh we found a vulnerability you know get yeah. it fixed i hope you can give me some money for having shown you this blah 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 and like i don't even have a business you know i just <laughs> i don't even have an app live and they're just like sending this uh yeah so i wonder if there yeah. was something at the end i, I caught these uh, all the time i i ignore them now i used to respond but then they always answer like with a couple more emails it's completely a waste because most of the things they find uh, are not they don't matter <laughs> i um mm. this week i my my client work has dropped off this this last week so it's been kind of apart from worrying that there's been less client work so i've had more time to work on on feature flux i'm not sure if i mentioned the last episode that i've been i've been running a poll or i've run several polls on, on linkedin um and they've always been good to get information or to speak to people, you know, to start up conversations. Because obviously on LinkedIn, if you start up a poll, it's relevant to information you're looking for. You then have access to all the people that have voted, you know, whichever way you want them to vote or whichever way, whatever information you're looking for. So I started reaching out to everyone. There was like 100 and, 180 people that voted mm. on something I wanted to. I think it was something along the lines of, you know, uh, who runs stakeholder presentations in your business? Is it you or is it the designers? Obviously talking to the to the um, product managers. So by all the way, this week, I just want to say this is such a great way <laughs> to to be able because it's not called outreach. It's it's like they give you well, something it, and then you outreach. Well, yeah, I think it, yeah, you. The, I mean, the original thing of putting up the poll, I guess, is like a hack or I don't know. I don't know what I don't know what it is. I don't, whether it's marketing or whether it's growth hack, I don't know what it is. But then the second part that comes after that is cold outreach because what I'm doing is saying, you know, thanks for taking part in the poll. It was great, blah blah blah. The information and all that stuff, and then sort of trying to take it from there and asking them mm -hmm. if they do the presentations where they work, you know. And obviously, I can check out their profile and check where they're working, and then so sort of the conversation's yeah. a bit easier. But man, it's it's so draining. I mean, I literally I spent probably a couple of days just doing that like wow. nothing else because as soon as they start answering you like so while i had to get through 180 contacts which i was amazed actually the linkedin let me do i thought they'd say yeah. no 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 you've had you've you've reached out to enough people but uh there was no problem with that but then as soon as people start answering you just go into this continual cycle you know like vicious circle because one person answers you then another person accepts the connect so then you have to go and send the second message to them and it just goes on and on and on so it's been um it's quite draining i don't know how people can do that for a living you know like as <laughs> sort of cold outreach and 
Yeah, yeah, man. It was, um, but it was, it, it was kind of good. I think. I mean, it's still ongoing. There's still some people that I'm talking to. There's still some people that have uh, yet to sort of uh, answer and all that stuff. But um, it has been kind of interesting. I sent you a, a screenshot of one the other day. A, a guy. It was basically uh, all the pain points I was trying to solve with feature flux he listed out <laughs> as a pain to him and i got really excited and sent you the screenshot and i sent yeah. a few other people and i was like yes this is it and then i i followed up with him uh and basically explained you know kind of what i was working on and blah 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 and then i got the the bone crushing or the you know the soul crushing yeah that sounds really interesting it is a problem but i don't think it's a big problem for yeah. me so i was like oh, am i ever am i ever gonna get to that one person that just says this is really, really going to help me. This is really going to save time. This is, you know, all those good things. So if anyone's looking for a method to reach out to potential customers or do client research, that's an awesome way to do it. But yeah. be prepared to have your soul crushed. How, how many new um, connections did you get? Well, I, so I, I sent off a connection request to 180, maybe 181 product managers. I don't know off the top of my head how many have accepted that connection request mm. but it has been it's been a lot so it's definitely a good way to connect because it's not it's like semi-warm you know because uh, because they at least do know who you are um yeah. but a lot of people did a lot of people did accept the connection requests um mm. of course i added a, a note to each of the requests i didn't just click on connect and send yeah i, I i'm not on linkedin at all like i always thought that like everything everything you you share gets only shared with your people that are connected with you but it's actually uh, the same as uh, other like social media these days that you connect to to more people outside of your network yeah i think so and i think the powerful the powerful thing about linkedin is the the groups aspect so if you're looking for a particular client or market type you know, the groups there are really valuable. And that's where I mm. basically posted this poll was in a, a product manager's group. If I just done it in my general feed, I may I would have been lucky to maybe get five oh, five responses, okay. you know, because otherwise essentially it's only people who know me who are seeing it and maybe some of their extended network because they've clicked in it or something. Yeah. So so, so you can make one pool poll um and then post it to too many groups. Yeah, you, you can run a poll in a group and then you can you can share it to another place. But I don't know, I can't remember now whether it counts as a separate poll or the same one. Um, because obviously if it's in a private group, I don't see how if you weren't in that group, you'd be able to have access. Mm. But I'm not sure because I did I did do it a couple of times. So maybe I, but maybe I published it first publicly and then moved it into a group. I think that was the way I did it. With this one, yeah, I just went straight to the group. So um but the feedback has been really great, but it just it just makes me more and more worried. I just get more and more worried that maybe this isn't valuable enough. Nobody seems to be biting my arm off, you know. And um, yeah, I don't know. Yeah. Did did you get any anybody like interested or sign up? Or? No, I've got I've got. So out of all the conversations I've had, a lot of them obviously went nowhere because either they were not in a position to they weren't actually doing stakeholder presentations or they were no longer working at that business and said i can't really help you and so there was there was a lot of dead end conversations uh, and some would just present in figma or they would just present in something else you know so mm -hmm. 
but there were a few I've, i think i've probably got about four or five who have actually said yeah i'd like to see what you're working on and stuff but of of those five and i don't know whether this is positive or negative two of those were freelance pro, uh, product managers as opposed to working at other businesses mm. so i don't know whether that's a good thing or a bad thing i mean a couple of people have suggested to me that freelancers could be a good target client anyway I don't think particularly product managers, but designers, you know, ones who are showing work to their clients and, and getting feedback and all that stuff. But the one who initially showed me that, all those problems that I was solving, he was working at a business with over 4,000 employees, which is why I got really excited. So yeah. I'm still trying to talk to him and trying to delve into, okay, well, if it's not a big enough problem, then what is, you know, what's, what is causing you a problem throughout this? Um, he hasn't got back to me yet. So fingers you crossed. only You only have to convince one of those to yeah it's getting that first one isn't it it's getting that first yeah. first one then seeing what they need from it and then and then moving from there because the other yeah. thing as well is what kind of product manager are they or rather what kind of business are they working for because there's so many different business types and a product manager at a an engineering firm has nothing to do with a product manager uh, at a SaaS you know, a bootstrap SaaS with five team members. Yeah. So it's just like a complete spectrum. So it's really difficult trying to find the ones that have the problem that I'm trying to solve. Mm. And finding out whether it's a big enough problem, of course. That's the big thing. Yeah. I, I was really happy that you you were doing these kinds of things because this is what you have to do. <laughs> this is what you have to your state um your states right now it, it's just grinding it out and finding those first 10 customers and this is mm -hmm. exactly what you have to do <laughs> talking yeah, with completely. as many people as possible and i and i felt this this move was was brilliant like uh it's very easy to contact like 180 people <laughs> that's uh that's great it's just putting in the time it's putting in the time and it's putting in it's also being prepared to sort of accept not rejection because they're not you know, they're not rejecting me per se, but to accept a less than desirable response, should we say, yeah. over and over and over again. Um, so out of those 180, I've got four maybe that have said, yeah, yeah, I, I'd be interested in seeing what you're working on. You know, I, if you think about it like that, that's a really, really small percentage and it and it takes a lot of time. Um, but like yeah. you said, you only need that first one or two to have a genuine interest and to see that it could be helpful to then be able to take it further and say, okay, so what kind of company do they work for? How many people are working for them? You know, is it a different problem actually that it's fixing for them? Not the one I thought it was. Um, yeah, and that just takes like, freaking ages. It's a lot, a lot of work, but it, you're learning so much about uh, the industry. And uh... the thing is that I'm finding, cause I was speaking to, to, about this to Michelle Hansen the other day and, and this exact same guy, actually, the one that I got really excited about. And she said to me, she said, the thing is, it's really early days for you. So you just need to keep digging and digging and digging. And like my immediate thought was, well, it's not. I've, I've been working on this for a year now. Yeah. The problem is, the problem is that the app is only actually being in any kind of usable state, even as an MVP for like three or four weeks. So like it is, I mean, it is really, really early days. It's just taken me personally a really long time to get here. So that's why I think it feels yeah. like a long time. And so why it's getting yeah. a bit stressful and it, all that stuff. If you add it all up, um, 
you're not working on it that much because a year it sounds like long time but it's oh like yeah it's less than part-time so if you add all no, those hours up like uh it's it's a month or two you know yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. no completely you're right yeah no it's way less and it's it's, it hasn't been part-time it hasn't been anywhere near that it's yeah. just been a long time getting it together and because i wanted to do it right this time you know i wanted yeah. to put in the research and i wanted to be slow and methodical about it but now i don't know whether that was the right thing to do or not maybe i should have just said to hell with it and jumped in but you know you can't go back in time and redo can you you have what you have so yeah i don't know cool so um so what have you got planned then is there anything exciting coming up with nusi or i i finished all the 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 blog posts um we're doing all the images um and i'm talking oh, you got it done <laughs> i got it done uh it are like i had to edit 129 blog posts <laughs> which uh maybe it doesn't sound that much but uh each one i had to it was quite some work and i'm uh, very very happy that it's done now and now now my uh list is uh it's a lot smaller of all the, the marketing to-dos that uh, the marketer uh, created. And um, so, yeah, that's done. And right now, it's there's like a I, lot of... Sorry? I was just going to say, how long did it take you in the end? Because I remember how long you said you reckoned it would take you. I don't Go remember that. <laughs> I don't know how long, but it's, it's, um, it's really boring. So I did uh, an hour here, an hour there, because it's i i can't do this uh yeah yeah too long but i i my guess is like uh all together if if you count uh eight hours a day like a day and a half two days i think mm -hmm. okay yeah yeah and the next steps uh, are uh, the marketer rewrote a couple of uh, pages of uh, the integrations because they have a lot of uh, duplicated content um etc he is uh, rewriting um the intro pages of all the the, the, the templates uh, we have only have like eight templates at the moment uh, but but each page uh, had a lot of like duplicated content and not really uh, like uh, keyword research so he, he did that a bit also there are many um in all the pages and and, and blog articles there are many links that are are not uh, really they're not working anymore or they they pointing to something that's um that's not great so uh, he modified all those things uh, so there are so many things that that we are doing right now to fix all the old content i'm excited about it because right now we are finally going to uh improve really improve old content to do keyword research and uh, and in future obviously uh, to create new content so that's so yeah, what's the cool. what's the idea about what's the idea for creating new content then? Do you have any any anything set anything planned at the moment? Because obviously no. Nusi mm. Nusi's basically entire business was you know came via content. So I, I, for me, it's always seemed like it's something you should get back into again. Yeah, I, no plans yet. Um, it's just that there's so much content that we have already and uh, there's potential there as well because it's uh, good content uh, it's just old so i i think i think um like changing 
content is a is a much higher like return of investment because it's already Google knows already about about it. It gets already visits, and uh, improving that will uh, boost things faster. Like if you have new content, it takes a while for Google to mm. notice notice that. And there were some blog posts that I said like this this is terrible C- can we just delete it and he he said like no because it's google has it already indexed and if we want to change this in the future uh it's a lot easier than creating the new content <laughs> so yeah so i guess these coming uh, months it will be uh improving all so the content the, but is the idea then that once you've got all this old content cleaned up and improved that to do a keyword study on the existing comment con- uh, content and then use that to move forward? Or do you already have the keyword study done? No, no, no keyword study done. Yep. Yeah, we're not there yet. Yeah. And we're not going to like um, change all the content, only what is uh, re- relevant to like uh, to proposals because we mm. have much content uh, that's not really focused on the things we solve and obviously the the biggest roi would be people that search about proposal content mm. so yeah and uh other news um i did an interview uh, on um, my first podcast interview um uh, besides this uh this podcast uh on bootstrapped fm and uh, with steve mcleod and it's uh i'm really happy how it turned out um it's one of my favorite uh, podcasts and uh, I've been like a fan for four years now and um, yeah, finally on it. It was uh, was cool. I was, uh, I was a little bit nervous, but uh, I-, I know Steve. I did many like video calls and I met him at MicroConf. So it was, um, I wasn't nervous while I had the interview, but uh, I was nervous yeah, before, <laughs> that's for sure. Yeah. Uh, but it turned out great. We talked about how it actually feels to be uh, like in a stagnating business to have like a long lasting plateau and that it doesn't need to be that negative because I, uh, because people like on Twitter, they are like everybody's killing it on Twitter, but in real life, like uh, not everybody's killing it. And uh, yeah. I really like the interview because it's normalizing a bit that uh, you don't have to grow always you can also be in a plateau and actually be fine with it you know definitely it was definitely a different story i'd never i'd never heard that kind of story told either on a podcast so it was definitely different yeah to hear it i I had like uh, people like uh, emailing me people messaged me on twitter um had really good comments about it so i think um yeah the content is it's like uh, it hit the nail yeah. Really well, I think cool. people get sick. People get sick of all the in air quotes, <laughs> Twitter successes, Twitter success stories, or or you know whichever social media platform you're on. It becomes really, really disheartening if apparently everybody is kicking ass and you know growing exponentially and all that stuff. It's really, really this you know discouraging for people who are you know either just starting off or beginning to grow their business or you know like you are on this plateau where the revenue is still great but you know it's not actually sort of growing at the rate that you want so i think it's yeah there's all kind of businesses out there and like you said it, it gives you the life that you want as well because yeah great if you want to have that life where you're in that hustle culture mentality and you want to be working all day every day and you know don't want to see your family or do anything then fine great but 
I don't know. There's for me, it's far more important and more interesting to have the other side of it, you know, where it can enable you to to let you do things that you want to do and and still be happy and all that stuff. So yeah, not enough people talk about that. The normal businesses, shall we yeah. say? Uh, yeah, th- this is cool. one of the reasons I I really love to go uh, like conference conference like MicroConf because you meet so many uh, founders that that you have never heard of and some are killing it with the, the most boring business and just some are in my position and uh, just hit the plateau and uh, working hard to break it but uh, without success yet and uh, you you meet so many of of those people in those conferences and it's such a different world than than uh, social media you know that mm. everybody's killing it all right then we'll, we'll leave it there um, shall we because we're up to 35 minutes and some poor souls got to edit this so uh oh, we'll that's, that's long all right well uh we'll uh be back soon who knows maybe it'll be in a week maybe it'll be in two weeks but uh we will um, be back Cheers, bye everybody <laughs> bye